So I am coming to Coven, a pick your king. So I'm doing kind of to allude to what we're going to have a taste at later um, and see if somebody who thinks they know a lot about beer does or does not know a lot about beer mm. um, in a few minutes. Um, but I figured I would go down the same route. So this is kind of Battle of the Westies for me tonight, just to make Mark extra jealous. Yes. If there is a way he can be jealous of something and like I was back here in the Pushing Rain, well, he's son of himself. But if there is a way, it's through West Coast IPAs. Um, so this is uh, Burning Sky and their West Coast IPA, which is called Pick Your King. Aye. Um, it's in the style of the classic West Coast IPAs. Big, bold and brash, apparently. Clean, Ooh. subtle caramel flavour and assertive bitterness. Layers of Simcoe, Chinook, Centennial and Columbus. Give a pithy citrus and resin aroma and mouthfeel. Pithy. 6.5%. Pithy. Looks lovely in amber in the glass. How about you, but kind of, no, I would still say it's clear. Slight haze to it, but that's just because of the kind of hard dish pour I gave it. Um, Where did you get the Where did you get the clear brewing glass? The clear brewing. When they were originally shipping their stuff through, um, through oh, I oh, I remember their original ones. Um, so this is, I mean, I think it's bitter enough. I think it's resinous enough. I think it's got a bit of kind of citrusy. It does have that bit of kind of pithiness to it. Mm. A wee smidgen of sediment came out just at the end as I was pouring it, which is my mistake. A smidge. Didn't mean a bit of chunk. Very, no, very no. drinkable. It's very easy going, despite it being pretty, I would say, kind of higher on the bitterness scale in comparison to some of the Westies that we've tried. It is in that old school kind of style. I think it's pretty much perfect. It's dead on. Um, I like that kind of style. And this kind of sits right in amongst it. Probably one of the better attempts or versions. I got this way. I bought like nine or ten beers from uh, beer merchants. Um, spent a million years looking through their website. As Gav indicated last week, their website's not the easiest to get through, but I managed to scour through it for some West Coast stuff. And, um, it's a good website. Like, there's plenty of, there's tons of stuff on it. I just, I just, I think it's, it's no, it's hard not. It's hard to The last time, the last time I had beer merchant um, vouchers, I, I went through and I, I added about two hundred pounds worth of stuff to the basket. <laughs> I just because because I, I've had issues there before. Like you find a beer and you think, oh, I'm, I'm maybe come back to that. And then you can't find it again. So <laughs> I just, anything I, I, that I seen that I fancied, I just add, add, add. And then I, I went back to my basket at the end and says, right, <laughs> make a delete three quarters of this stuff. <laughs> I need to delete 150 quid worth of beer. <laughs> I, it's just, I don't think, it, I, I think it's not mobile device friendly. I think you need to be on a crap. Uh, yeah, you need, you, need to go on, uh, you need to go on the iPad. Or, uh, well, in, in their defence, you need to get the, the time out the due care and consideration that it deserves. Indeed. <laughs> when you're picking tremendous beers. Um, on the note of being abroad, um, obviously, like I said, Marky Boy is sunning himself abroad and just fucking bastard. Um, and I just thought we'd have a wee chat about um, some of the, the the beer destinations of the world we would like to go and visit and the ones that we kind of get excited about and ones that we'd love to go and see. Um, I think... The one that, as soon as I started thinking of this, it stood out for me. Um, after seeing the documentary from the guys at the, the Craft Beer Channel, was the uh, uh, 
not Omnipolo. That is Omnipolo. Um, place in uh, Amsterdam or just outside Amsterdam. That place for me just looks fucking amazing. That I, I would hundred percent give a give an arm to just go. Well, maybe not an arm, a couple of hundred quid. Um, to go there, it just looks fucking tremendous and like the best place to go. And even but like look- for, even for like I would happily sit and drink the stouts because the stouts look fucking unreal. But see, just now that we're uh, we're across this whole craft beer scene, and you know, can uh, sort of quote unquote appreciate the beer a bit more. Like, see what you guys did way back in the day. Oh, like, you know, going, you know, flying to like fly to Amsterdam and just buy a train ticket, and it takes you all over. And you could go to you could go to Holland, and Belgium, and France, and Germany, and you know, maybe even go down to the Czech Republic and try yeah. some of the beers down there, and. And stuff like that, you know, spend a week or ten days would just be epic. But you know, I genuinely, I genuinely maybe maybe when we're all maybe when we're all forty and you know Aye, the veins exactly. are all, the veins are too old to go on holiday beers <laughs> and stuff. We'll maybe, we'll maybe be allowed to go away for ten days to try try craft beer. Yeah. It's the one thing I kicked myself about is when we we did the Euro trip. So we, we flew flew into Belgium into Brussels and then got in the train for there and walked our way around from Belgium to Germany up to Amsterdam and then back over. And like like the places we could have potentially went and seen craft beer wise. Granted, the scene might not maybe wasn't as big. However, like still, Christ in the bike mm-hmm. would have been absolutely phenomenal. Oh, I hate myself that I just wanted to drink lager. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> if you go back twenty years and tell yourself one thing, that's exactly what it'd be. Any setting place? your setting your ex, your expectations maybe that wee bit higher. I'd I'd love to go to New England. Like I'd love I'd right. love to do Boston and and uh, and these kind of places and you know do it properly. It's different when you. I think it's different if you're there with just people who are into that scene and if you've maybe seen aye. it before because you can't do aye. that and you can't do that and tour. You can't be a. You can't be a. It's difficult. No, no. You couldn't go with your. You couldn't go with like a family. Either craft beer right. tour, or <laughs> no. you have to, or you have to pick your your battles if you like. No. That's it. I've done well, Barcelona twice properly, and that uh, the the only place I really have made it to. I'd like to go to garage. I'd like to go. There's a even although it's it's Brewdog. There's a Brewdog there that I'd imagine has a pretty spectacular guest list with yeah. Barcelona. There's a few other places, one down by the marina that I've seen before that we went by when it was shut. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to drag folk all the way back there. So the best, the, the easiest stop off for me is off the, it's just off the main drag in Barcelona, that place, uh, Calder Cald, it's called. And it's mm-hmm. got a lovely guest list and it's right off the main drag. So it's like, as you're walking right. down the street, we'll just nip in here for 20 minutes and then that's you hut a, like, knocked a craft beer place off, if you like, and it's right on the main street, uh, which is easy. As you, it's difficult as you say, it's... You feel bad, like, you know, wherever I go to a place, I'm always on the hunt. You know, you're always you're always sniffing about for, but but by by and large, these places are not central. I, and, you know, and it's too much to ask, like, your your partner or your family or whatever to, to trek you there and everywhere just so you can get a wee taste of some craft beer, you know, so it's kind of something you, Do that, you find yourself, yeah. like, when, you, when you, you're just travelling about the UK, and I, I date my work quite a bit. And I'll, I'll end up in like, I'll end up somewhere in Cornwall or or, or down in Dover or something. And I'm on, on the I'm googling I'm like craft beer near me, or even I'm in, I'm in London. I'm like craft beer near me, bottle shops near Aye. me, and like every like mm-hmm. any chance I stop, 
And if I've, I've got five or ten minutes, I'm like, what breweries are near me? What, where I always I do it as well. Always do it as well. And then in the off chance that you're sort of passing. Um, I yeah, always do thing, it. Because like, the thing is, some of these breweries and stuff, especially in London as well, like they're hidden away because it's so, it's, especially in London, it's such a dense population. And, like right, They didn't need to go far. No. The breweries themselves, you know, it's not as if they need to ship nationwide. You know, we had uh, we had job job brewing on um no. the, the the other week there for Twickenham and, and that was that was their mantra was just you know why do we need to bust our ass trying to sell even to sell to London wide never mind no, exactly. nationwide when we've got we're we're trying to build a solid local following you know when you've got that density of population on your doorstep it makes sense to try and appeal to them first before no. you start branching out. So unless you know these places exist or you fall over the top of them when you're wandering around, then, okay. you know. I, well, I, I swear, so I was up visiting some family a couple of weeks ago and it just so happened where my auntie decided to, we were going to go for some dinner. I parked the car, the first thing I spotted was a bottle shop. I think, fuck it, yes. <laughs> Straight in there. Thank you very much. I'll, I'll be back in 20 minutes. It's just, it's, it is funny. It's, and it's hard, like you said, like to drag the family about and stuff and, and expect them to enjoy your pasting with them. But to be fair, see, to be honest, my missus is now coming along with it. She, she, really, she kind of notices that we're kind of traveling a bit, a wee bit with it. And she's like, oh, we're <laughs> going anywhere this weekend? Nope. Not getting money. <laughs> no money, I'm afraid. Not doing it. But yes, it can be hard, but it's good fun. It's good fun. But yeah, Amsterdam for me, 100%. Omnipolo. Um, I will. I would love to to kind of discover more, kind of Midland stuff, like go to Leeds, Sheffield, etc. Uh, <laughs> that is a bad. That does not look good. Uh, what that shake of the head. No, it's only it's just the same dross as before. No major change. All oh, right. Okay. Just, Roger that. Just horrific and another in the usual Stop. way. Stop putting yourself through it, Scott. Put it off. I know. It's turn off, mate. No. The, um, I was going to say, the fact that you're able to use your Google for that kind of thing by the time you've cleared away all the dogging spots and stuff like that is quite... <laughs> it's quite especially, a especially in Google London, capability. Yeah. Especially yeah. in high, Especially in London. Every second park stand, Colin Moore's been at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <they're>, um... <laughs> um, but I, it's, I mean... You don't want to drag people out their way, but it's good if you can find somewhere that's a wee bit close. Like in Amsterdam, I know a uh, friend of Pod, um, it's rice. It's rice. H, H Rice was in <laughs> Amsterdam and I had mentioned the, the brewery De Prail, which yeah. is literally two minutes away from the train station. Two minutes away from the church Amsterdam for the cross? Station. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a brilliant wee brewery to go into. Um, really good atmosphere board games, Jenga, all that kind of stuff and the, the, the brewery, the mini brewery that they've got right up the back. Aye. It's all kind of glassy, you can see through into it and stuff. It's quite a nice kind of left-handed giant kind of vibes about it, but much, much smaller. Um, <clears> good, <throat> some good food and stuff on as well. Which is what you want. Good food, good beer, good company. You can find somewhere that's that's feasible, that isn't Aye. an industrial estate. Aye. Two buses and a train outside oh, <laughs> the city centre, then then it's all right. If there's other stuff round about, and you can say, "Oh well, don't you go and have a, a look about there," and I'll I'll meet Aye. you here or whatever. 
you can kind of you, you go and have a have a coffee and sit next to that Aye. canal, and I'll <laughs> <laughs> I'll take your forty for away over here. <laughs> um, one thing I don't know if if we mentioned, um, like you said, friend of Pod H Rice, uh, congratulations! I know you probably don't listen to the podcast, um, but if you do, well yeah. done, mate. You <laughs> you finally popped the question, mate. Well done, well done. Yeah. Take yeah. your time, take your time. What you got there? And found somebody that gave you the right answer, which is <laughs> managed to survive. I mean, we, we we know I know we we talk about back being tight and. Uh, and, and stuff. You um, thought but he, he managed to um, he managed to survive going through customs into Mexico with a diamond ring hidden up his uh, ass. Ring, right. <laughs> squeezed tightly so, between cheeks. Right. Now the future question has to be alongside th- that English fiver that everybody the question has to be. Um, so he's. he's other half is Romanian, and I have heard to the grapevine of Romanian kind of culture and tradition that um, it's a free bar at the wedding, which is means that you and uh, Mark have got a job on brewing beauty <laughs> to, to be everybody. You make right. about six different styles. Um, mm-hmm. Nah, I can imagine that'll be he'll, he'll square that away sufficiently, and we'll be on. Uh, we'll be on a ticket basis. <laughs> no, I think it'll be a time. I think it'll be a time thing. I think it'll be whenever, whenever we approach the bar, it'll be like okay, is, we'll, be, we'll reset the timer. Uh, you've got <laughs> 15, you've got fifteen minutes from now. Right. The supermarket sweep of free bars, which is no, no, no. I, I was mere, I was mere thinking. Right, that's you had a drink. You kind of come back to the bar for thirty minutes to Aye. get another drink. <laughs> the, do you one of the wee the wee buzzers you get at the restaurants the in America? Come back, they'll buzz you when your table's ready. <laughs> they'll buzz you when you can have another pint. You're sitting round the round the corner, just looking at the bar, going buzz, hurry up, come on, right. asking for bar staff with forty stopwatches on with different labels. Aye, on them. No. <laughs> but no, genuinely, mate, all the all the best. We're happy for you, Chuffy and me. Uh, we can't wait for your PR. RTY, looking forward to 100%. that. It will yep. be good fun, right, Cal? What have you opened? I'm not sure if I should be talking about this yet. Um, no, you can but, go for it because uh, I'm nearly, I'm nearly good to go. Has has this the beer? Well, it's one of them. Has Scottiness? Has Scottiness? Um, had seen on socials that uh, was it Joe that had recommended yes. um, Joe, a beer, Joe a beer from Verdant. Um, and obviously Verdant's ploy is you need to build a box, so Scott very kindly filled it with six of that beer and six of this um, fest beers. So it's Verdant's uh, fest beer lager, um, an elevated hell style lager beer. Well, this is their October uh, fest effort. Ah, yeah, so, and it's Halator and uh, Mittelfruch. Mittelfruch? Um, <laughs> so... Um, I and it is, I, uh, and it's lovely. It's like it's it's got a really biscuity, malty aroma, which I find really, really appealing. Um, it's probably not as crisp um, as I would have liked for a lager. Mm. It's really quite it's quite soft um, on the mouth, and it, it's it's quite gentle um, in its flavour. Um, but it's delicious. It, it, I mean, it's got all the classic sort of lager. It's really malty, um, and I it, it's clean, but it, it, it isn't as sort of crisp as I would have expected. 
Aye. But uh, Scott's so, going to pour it and probably disagree with me. <laughs> no, I'm just going to... I get what you mean, though. That, like, if it's super biscuity, then it might not have as much bite. So Joe bites... So remind me, um, Scott. So, so Joe's bigged this up on socials. No, so Joe bigged up the next beer that we'll have, oh, which yeah, is Roger. a West Coast collaboration between Verdant and Elusive Brew. Right, okay. So that is yet to come. It's called Trust the Diagram. And he had, as his specific call it was... If you like bitter West Coast beers, this is it, right? So that that's that's the so we're, ch- we're, we're challenge. We're, so we're trying to challenge. Colton but we're leading in, yeah. We're trying to oh, build aye. suspense. Yeah, I've I like. I had a West Coast beer to try and put up against it, and I want to try and what, like Cam said, it's actually if you want to, the way Verdant work it in the seafood, it's called the seafood bar shop or something like that. Mm. Verdant Bruins uh, web shop. Mm-hmm. And the way it works is that you've got to save on the shipping. I think it's actually two boxes of 12, which is mega bulk. But I filled one box. Of, I was like, I'm not having somebody send me that big box and only put half a thing in it. Mm-hmm. So I went looking for something that wasn't ripped the old pants off you, price-wise. Yeah, aye, yeah. Because yeah, it was already, I think it was 30 quid or something for the six uh, West Coasts. And they are mm-hmm. six and a half or something like that percent. So that's... Fair enough, I think. It's about as kind of there or thereabouts. And then this six beers of the fest beer was only 20 quid. All right, okay. So mm-hmm. I was like looking for another six, and I was like, well, that's a six pack, and it's October fest. It's probably something to kind of go for that's pretty, going to be pretty fresh. Yeah. Not that Verdant's beers are ever not fresh. They well, exactly. kind of turn them over that quick, but I thought an October fest effort would be a good one to go and try, considering I had the. The Oktoberfest, I had the Schneider Weiss, which is a proper Oktoberfest beer, the wheat beer. And then I had the um, the other kind of super amber we were on Facebook last week, the kind yes. of ramped up lager mm-hmm. last week. So I wanted to try, kind of try something else if there was the opportunity to Oktoberfest, because you only get, obviously you only get these beers at this time of the year. So I thought I'll try their effort and see what it's like. Um, it, isn't actually, it isn't actually that fresh, to be honest. It's been in the can for 18 days. So that's uh, <laughs> aye. I've problems, eh? Hardly. Uh, no, it's super fresh, <laughs> um, and you can totally, you can totally tell that, you know, with the with the flavours, um, even the subtle flavour, you know, that, that sort of subtle biscuitiness that can kind of disappear when a lager gets a little bit older. Um, but do you get what I mean it's about the softness? It. it is a bit aye. It doesn't have the kind of as much a dry. Mm-hmm. Like draw away at the end, it kind of lingers the the biscuit kind of flavour, but and it's no carbonated like I would expect. Her. No, uh, it's no carbonated quite as heavily as I would expect for a pilsner slash lager. Well, I mean, it's, it's not a pilsner; it's a hell's. But mm-hmm. one thing I learned, um, so if you are going to, to a, an Oktoberfest festival um, or beer thing, whatever they want to call them, uh, one thing I've learned over the weekend this is not from personal experience but you'd be surprised to hear that that in that it's not because this was something i would probably definitely do um if you down your steiner you get fucked out it's you know you know you're not meant to you're not allowed to down your steiners it's it's untraditional you get fucked out if you do it no because it's just going to lead to drunken yobbery isn't it well yes Mm -hmm. but let's be honest I mean, what's in a steiner? Is that three, two pints? Two. Like it is, I. Two, I. 
or is it a liter? Because they do. Is it a liter? Yeah, by the way, I remember the ones we've had in the beer hall in Glasgow before. I'm sure they're a liter. But did you have a woman fucking banging the moon? She's got about twenty. No. How impressive are they videos? A... How impressive are that shit, by the way? Two yeah, pints, really one point one point one liter. There you go. And they walk about and they've got about twenty. Right, some shift like fucking skills, by the way. Good. Right. It's the ones. Have you seen how bad the folk are? The folk they get up to open the barrels. Mm. They tap the barrels. Aye. Like the amount of beer that gets flung over the place. It's aye. unbelievable. They're hopeless with the hammers. It's, it's like the boy standing next to them. <laughs> they have about 12 goes. Can he get the tap in? The boy grabs it off them and does one <laughs> dunt. And it's so decent. Like they're like hammering away at it again at big licks. Next thing it's like, <laughs> it's like a wee. Aye. Pop. There you go. It's, it's on the knack, though, isn't it? It's like they folk that can open whiskey kegs mm-hmm. with the wee, Aye. you know, get the bung out of the whiskey mm-hmm. keg with the wee mallet hang. Yeah. It's a skill, like, it obviously comes with masses of experience. And they 100% got stuff all the for the first time they did it as well. Oh, but definitely. Probably when Indeed. they did it, it was water. <laughs> like, well, was maybe no beer in the barrel. And if it was, it was one they were probably getting ready to practice on. To circle back to your previous um, discussion point, Gav, about about des- game destinations, yes. I think a proper a proper Oktoberfest oh, venue aye. would be would be amazing. Like, I mean, I, I'm I'm quite prepared to believe that there's that there's a high, you know, a high chance that it's like a a tourist hotspot, so it's not going to be the best quality. But if you could find if you could find like a proper a traditional, one. you know, a good Oktoberfest venue. Where you're getting poured proper small batch stuff, that'd be amazing. I've just stuff come up. Somebody pours their heart and soul into for Aye. a year. Aye. You know I mean, like to get ready month. and things like that. So I've just come across some, some new beers that are coming out this week, etc. Uh, I'll, I'll shout out one um, with regards to kind of our current subject of kind of Oktoberfest beer and that's the Fest beer from Attic Attic Bruco um, 6.4% German style golden lager showcasing light toast, uh, toasty malt flavours along with a herbal and spicy hop character which sounds quite nice um, and along the lines of what you guys are drinking I wanted to get your thoughts on this beer and um, this is just I hate the sound of this and it's from Northern Monk. It's from their OFS series. Um, if you don't know what that the, the OFS series is, they kind of take destinations. The old of, flax store. Is aye, that a, yep, that's the one. And the always we've had we've had beers for them. We had we had OFS beers for them when we had Northern Monk on the pod. We had and they were phenomenal. It was, Bel- it was, it was Bel- Belgium. Belgium. It was Belgium that was that was uh, that was the destination when we had them on. Which, to be <laughs> fair, you couldn't have picked a fucking better destination. Let's be honest. Yeah. Like what's you, this you one? So what's this one? So this one, <laughs> they're, they're in Turkey. Oh, um, okay. They're in oh, Turkey. No. Is this Turkish Delight? Yeah. 100%. 6.2% oh, no. Turkish Delight Sour. A homage to the country's traditional sweet. The Turkish Delight, uh, Turkish Delight Rose Water Berries combined into a sharp 6% sour. That sounds fucking hellish. Mr. Fry, I mean, nowhere to be seen as well. Uh, I mean, I like Turkish Delight. Like I, I I enjoy that and and I enjoy like traditional Turkish delight. Um, I I like the flavour. Aye, 
uh, but Rosewater is like marmite as fuck. Like it's and and it, it's dangerous. Like, oh, it's, like it, if you talking. if you over if you over egg it ever so slightly, you're mm-hmm. you're eating soap. And, but, and, you know, and then it's the same the other way. Like it's like fractions of a millimeter between either like can't taste that or between flavour. It's either nothing or it's so potpourri. Aye. Imperial leather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. But I think that would be that would be one that I'd be I'd, I'd be I'd be I'd definitely be up for trying that. Um, mm. But I don't know that I would want to gamble my money on it. No, I would. You would you know, a can out a fridge in a in a. And I'd, aye, if we were if we were on a bar and there was two or three years, I'd buy a can regardless of price. You'd buy a can and split it between two or three glasses and try it. Aye. But no, I would. Uh, I don't think I would. Uh, I would go online and buy it or whatever. No, like the, the alternative is we try and get them back on and they send us some. I mean, they're, they're, hmm. they're, I suppose it's, there's people out there that I know, I work beside a, a couple of them that are absolutely swear by that jam roly poly thing. Oh, so, no. Aye. Mega sweet tooths. And, it's and back, it's sense, back in the show. They've, they've got mega sweet tooths, so that's it's, why. But there must be enough people like fortunately, that to, to Fortunately, it. I didn't buy it, you know, but uh, it, it was it was Kirsty's dad that bought it. And I mean, I seen it on the shelf and I, and I thought, oh dear, oh dear. If you ran out of breweries to collaborate with, that you're collaborating with fucking Aunt Bessie. Aunt Bessie, aye. Ken? But I mean, all these hundreds, they are, I mean, it's a gimmick and I totally get that, right? And I, t- I totally understand the reasons behind maybe making that to put it in the supermarket and stuff but you've got the hundreds of breweries out there that are starting up and they're trying so hard and they would they would literally give their left testicle for a <laughs> collaboration with Northern Monk do you know I know but they ones and are obviously tongue in cheek no they're obviously it was fucking horrific but I, the, I I agree the beers are not always up there but the the idea, I understand, they are a bit heavy with them, if anything. There's a bit too many in the old brew schedule for me, but that's... Aye. I suppose Turkey's like, if any, what I was meaning was, if anybody's going to make, get the balance right for a Turkish delight-flavoured sour beer, then uh, true. it may as well be them. I mean, I'd be probably Aye. more trusting of it in Vault City's hands, but Aye. they've not decided to do it. So it's... Uh, you see... And you're obviously running out of styles with Turkey. I mean, how many laggers can well, you make? Exactly. You see, um, I wasn't aware of this. You know, and I could, it's just because I, I probably know. I think there's definitely plenty of things that you're not aware of. No, there's, fucking, there's quite a fucking <laughs> lot. The other, the there's quite a lot. Sleep is one of them. Um, uh-huh. Vault City and Morrison's, I just thought they were in Tesco. I didn't know, know they were in Morrison's. You know, I, you know I didn't even notice what things are in there because I just... No, neither. Uh, although, although, before you move off the Vault City, yeah. our collaboration, I don't know if you saw uh, Ross from Alpha Delta's Insta update. <laughs> I don't know when, when you said Ross. I, I Ross went to some Alpha other Ross. Um, Ross from Alpha Delta's update was, um, they're talking about their wonder web shops coming back. All right. Um, but it's, nice. only for six, it's only for six packs. And they mix and match. Right. Again, it's to try and keep... <sighs> Stop them from standing on other bot like independent bottle shops, toes and things like that. They want to kind of have a different prospect to them, so they're doing six packs of things. But they've got a um, steam double IPA in collaboration with Vault City. 
I don't know right, okay. kind of along the lines of like an um, Sierra Nevada torpedo effort. Okay. But um, a dipper, obviously. And it's Ta- talking really about Alpha Delta. Really piney. Let's, uh, let's make sure that we get a six-pack of that. I'm quite happy. Well, that I'm quite or... happy to contribute or... to, here, to, to you, to here, and to Dooney Bones. Aye, or, or grab yourself the, the, the Bruiser box. The Bruiser box last month and this month looks fucking unreal, by the way. Like they put a post. It's been a while since it's been a while since I've had any alpha delta. To be honest, since they were on, I think I don't think I've had any since they were on. Like the one they put up, they've got an oat cream pale ale, a specific pale ale, unfiltered pilsner, blah blah blah. They've got a collaboration with Mirica as well, which I had a couple of weeks ago, and it tastes lovely. Like I'm kind of talking myself into switching to alpha delta this month. Anyway, um, also October. Fest and October beers, you get the kind of Halloween beers as well. The fierce pumpkin spice latte is back. Who's making it? No, fierce, fierce, fierce pumpkin spice latte is back. The spice amber ale that is back on your shelves. I've never tried it. It's an amber ale that's going to be too sweet, and I'm no feeling it. One thing, um, news from afar. Just where you're talking about pumpkin spice stuff, mm-hmm. I was thinking America. Um, my mom and dad are on holiday at the moment. They were cruising and are now in Nashville, and they went to and sent me pictures of a brewery called Tailgate. I think I've, right. I've had their beer before on the pod. Yeah, my mom can pick up. You can get it for uh, beer hawking places like that, and it's right. it's their peanut butter stout. Oh. But they've got it ah, okay. at, the ta- at the tap room. Um, in Nashville, the music is it Music Row or something like that? It's called. Um, they've got it on Nitro, Ooh. and my dad says it's Ooh. unbelievable on Nitro. Um, he sent me the his paddle. He also had a, there was a blueberry cheesecake uh, sour in there. There was a barrel aged something or other in there as well. Um, he said they were there for the opening. He said he was. Pacing up and down outside, waiting on. <laughs> he says, if, if, uh, typical Armadale references is if, if we feel like one of the folk that are hanging about outside the quarry, waiting on it open. <laughs> the quarry in the Regal Bar. Aye. Waiting on it fo- they, they, yeah. folk, they folk standing outside the Regal Bar at half past ten and on a exactly. way to the morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Waiting on it open. And uh, they said they were in and um, had a, it looked like quite a nice wee tap room. Pretty well set up, a lovely kind of test brew kit in the corner. And, um, a How are they touring about? Are they, are they driving? Are they... No, so it was just straight. So they cruised and their cruise itinerary got shifted a wee bit um, with some more kind of sea days and stay days than in different places than they had anticipated because of Hurricane Ian. Oh, so right. They left for Miami, so they were right in the eye of the storm, if you like, and had to divert out the road yet. So they'd spent a couple of days in. Uh, the Dominican Republic, as opposed to the places they were meant to tour, but uh, mom and dad are big kind of boat like like they quite enjoy the moments on the boat where everybody else buggers off to your least favourite port, um, aye. and aye. they aye. get the boat to themselves, not themselves, <clears throat> but far less people on it. Yeah. So they, they especially when you go somewhere, and... aye, when you go to a toilet like the Dominican Republic, or <laughs> you know, I remember remember mom and dad when mom and I, I mean I've never I've never been. Fortunate enough to be anybody near the Caribbean, <laughs> um, but the mum and dad went on a Caribbean cruise and and they they said the same like 
the majority it's of the places container. that you, it's a container port. So the major, but the majority of the places that you go to are are fucking toilets, you know, and mm-hmm. it's it's a shame, you know, and you've got these you've got these luxury fucking thousands and thousands of capacity liners coming in and people that have spent thousands and thousands of pounds yeah. on their holidays and you've got folk selling flip flops, you know, for <laughs> ten for, for fifty pence for fifty pence a go that you know are struggling to make ends meet. It's quite uh, it's quite embarrassing really when you think so, about it. But. So they enjoyed the private obviously the, the place they were going where it's a private island. So they went and enjoyed the kind of private island with all the bits and pieces today then they managed to stay at the road of the hurricane which is always a bonus Aye, um, yes, and then they flew got back to miami and then flew to nashville for there and they're in nashville for a week and then home so fair um, enough well if there's a few different places in nashville they're wanting to try but i was like mm. you must go to are they going to go to see a titans game i don't think so mm-hmm. there's grand old opry and, and all that kind of stuff so Indeed. various gigs and stuff Mm. So, um, they're in every country like country music's weird because it's it's obviously it's mega popular but just a niche for everybody right. else so every second bar on the main Broadway in Nashville is owned by AN other country music singer right. of right. various levels of fame so you've got but, like, but, the, but guaranteed not to be heard of outside unless you're us who go to daft things like country country and things like that but there's it's every second bar is owned by luke bryan or, or whomever and, right. yeah. and it's quite good because and you get Ooh. some of the best like you can you know what live music's like and you're talking about it in your places and sometimes it can be excellent but often, more often than not it's kind of a miss Whereas yeah. there, you've got literally the best musicians in the world are all sure. trying to make their mark and ends meet within however many, like a couple of miles straight within one city in America. So you're you're always guaranteed good music, if Aye. not necessarily your style, but um, you're always guaranteed for in terms of the level or quality of music be the highest of the high, if you like. So, Definitely. Yeah, they're enjoying themselves, but they made it to tailgate and the nitro tap was getting... I work getting hammered, getting early hammered. doors in the afternoon on, <laughs> on a Monday. So, uh, Superb. I'm sure they were grateful for the business. Quite rightfully so. Right. Hands behind his back, chatting the door. Just, just whenever you're ready, pal, take your time. <laughs> just standing here waiting whenever you're ready. Um, so, so we we're, we're, were talking a minute ago about the sort of styles for the season and stuff, and you, you, you alluded to the Oktoberfest. Yes. And, and the horrific. Pump, pumpkin Spice. efforts. Why? So we're clearly getting into stout season, and Scott and I were kind of hitting the stouts pretty hard at the weekend. Stouts, um, right, big thing. So, are we looking forward to dark beer season kicking off proper? And yeah, I'm going. I'm going to be honest. With you. I'm going to. So I'll kick this off because if you know the podcast, you know I'm not the stout drinker. However, I'm actually kind of looking forward to maybe getting stuck into a few. I've got yeah. I've got a couple that are sitting know, that I've no touched, um, and I'm actually weirdly enough after it's actually after the Guinness chat, and I don't know why, <laughs> don't know fucking why, and it's after the Guinness chat because after we had that discussion with with Sarah, um, so I'd bought a four pack of Guinness and I'm like, well, what am I going to do with the extra three? Can I just no drink them? So. Incidentally, the night after we recorded, I had another one. That's actually all right. And the night after, I had another one. That's, that's quite good. 
I'm quite enjoying this. Incidentally, it's actually quite refresh. That thing you always say, like dark beers can be refreshing. And I was right. actually like, that's that's actually doing the job. So now I'm actually kind of like, all right, I can maybe get myself into this a wee bit. I've, I've got a couple of like said dark stuff that have been sent and uh, very thankful for them that I'm actually going to fire in the fridge over the next couple of weeks and I'm going to get stuck into them. Um, I'm quite looking forward to it. Don't get me wrong, one of them's a 10% imperial, which I'm kind of scared of and I think it might put me in the face, but aye. Bring it up, we'll share it, man. Nah, no. <laughs> so I cracked I cracked one and it just it just goes to show like that that dark beers in particular, you know, they don't they don't really have a sort of best before type <laughs> type thing, you know. I mean I, and it, it was it, I've had it in the fridge for it must be getting only about a year now. And I've just never I've never got room to you know, I've never been in the mood and it, it was a, a chocolate vanilla um Chocolate vanilla and cinnamon stout, eight point odd, and it was a uh, patron. It was Northern Monk, patrons project, um, and as I say, I've had it in the fridge for getting on for a year. And I looked at the bottom of the can, and it was best before July um, this year, and it was still banging. It was, I mean, it was tremendous. Um, so get into it, man. Get into it. And I had, I had one. I was in the supermarket uh, on Saturday, and I picked up. Um, we had been talking to um, on the on the last podcast that we had been talking about Guinness and and other sort of stouts and stuff. And Belhaven Black had been mentioned, and I was yeah. actually look, I was actually looking for that, but unfortunately, the Morrisons that I was in didn't have Belhaven Black. But I was fortunate to get um, uh, uh, as a furiously looks. Yes, yeah, so it's Belhaven Scottish Oat Stout. Um, seven point odd, seven point. No, it's just seven, just seven percent. <laughs> seven. Um, seven. seven, and it was a wee three thirty ml bottle. And by Christ, that was a decent beer, like really, really good. Um, so anybody sort of up this neck of the woods, get it, get it tried, get it tried. Uh, no, I'm looking forward to it. Look forward to getting stuck in. Gil, you are furiously nodding, like it's yes. obvious that you're so I deep dive into it. I'm going to be in my element again. Horrible for my waistline, but good in terms of uh, taste and content. When have you? When? When have you? A, when was it? When have you ever cared about your waistline? For no, that? I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Exactly. Um, yeah. So uh, I had actually um, friend of pod Mark Dixon on holiday. I'm calling him friend of pod because he's been off for a fortnight. Um. So he's technically he's technically not <laughs> on anymore. Just to get us a guest spot when right. he comes back, if we let him back, that is. Um, and it was Alchemy's uh, Bring Out the Imp, oh, which I think is probably one of the best names <laughs> on Imperial Stout. Gone, Bring Out the Imp is, is, is a great name, and a uh, 10.5%. And it was like crude oil in the best way. Wow. Uh, sat and watched uh, John Wick of all films. What a film, by, while, by the way. While enjoying a lovely. Uh, Ten and a half percent imperial stout. I'd See, watched but, that. Um, you watched that? I don't know. It's just out on Netflix. It's a film called Lou. No. It's about a kind of cantankerous. It's like a mixture between Gran Torino and uh, John Wick. Basically, All right. This woman's like ex ex CIA, and she gets kind of woken, awoken back to day in what she did uh, before. Right, okay. Like, 
It's like a vendetta kind of type thing. It's quite one you've seen in the Equalizer and various other tropes before, but it was quite a novel take on it. Wee short movie, kind of 90 minutes long or whatever. Perfect. It was a perfect, easy, easy to watch, easy to get into and follow, but um, quite kind of. See the see with John Wick. I was late to John Wick. Everyone was like John Wick, John Wick, John Wick, or whatever. I didn't get into John Wick until John Wick three, and I was like, all right, I'll watch oh, yeah. it. I watch it then. I watch the first one. That's fucking amazing. Then first one, second one, third one. That's fucking great. Such a good film. Love see, them. You're, you're you're talking about um, things that are easy to get into and easy to follow, and you know, you know that difficult to watch and stuff. I'm uh, I'm putting myself through the mill at the minute. We're uh, we're currently. Uh, Watching Dammer on Netflix. Oh, that's oh, a hard okay, watch. Okay, yeah. Which is fucking brutal. We're, <laughs> we're halfway. We're, we're halfway through. But I think we've watched five five out of the ten episodes. And by Christ, that's a hard watch. I good though. The, it's good. I'm really enjoying it. It's, but it's good. But it's it's hard. I thought the um the Dennis Nielsen thing on ITV where um, oh yeah where uh, Dave, David Tennant, David Tennant. Was, was, gonna, was a tough watch, but he makes, Dahmer makes uh, Dennis Nielsen look like a Wayne, doesn't he? Aye. Aye. By Aye. comparison. <laughs> it's just, he's not even the same league. Yeah, I mean, See, I found that, the Americans I, can do it's craft beer before us and serial killers. I, just... know. <laughs> I, I agree with you on that. The, the David Tennant, that was a hard watch, but he was he was really good in it, to be fair. It was good at that. I, I, I really, and so is uh, The Flash. I can't Aye. remember the boy's name, the actor. <laughs> I just know him as the Flash. <laughs> I guess, and it's spooky. It's spooky how like, like, you know, how much he resembles the actual Aye. guy. Aye. You know, that is weird. So you've opened this beer, Scott. But hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, oh, well, oh, before oh, you sorry, do that, sorry, sorry. No, I had there was a wee, <coughs> a wee kind of G quiz moment. Go for it, man. Um, so there is also another new beer, a oh. re- a rebrew of a beer, mm-hmm. um, which we've mentioned a lot of times in the podcast, and I wanted to see if you guys from this description could pin, or could tell me what the beer is. Okay. Um, so it's I'll, I'll read the actual Instagram post. Do we get the brewery or anything? Or we no, because I've got a funny feeling you might get it. Oh, okay. uh, so it's an Imperial Brown Ale, aged for 12 months in Heaven Hill bourbon casks. And oh, then re-fermented tempest. with oh, the tempest. very best. All the leaves are brown. All the leaves are Canadian brown. Canadian maple syrup. All the leaves. Are <laughs> All the leaves are brown, and I think I've got. I, I had, I I had it as soon as you said Imperial Brown Ale. <laughs> in the garage, in the garage, yeah. I might have an original, an original. All the leaves are brown. And get, get it again and do the taste test. The rebrew is ready, and it's out right now, ready to rock and roll. That that actually leads me on to another. I, I wanted to, to sort of tantalise the the our dear listeners, and I, I, we're going to do uh, in coming weeks in celebration of dark beer season. We're going to do a barrel aged sort of special, and we're all going to pick a sort of barrel aged beer and talk about it. And I, I want to get I want to get boys deep into barrel aged beer um, this this winter. I think that's that's. Definitely something, particularly you, Gav, you need to get involved in. BA Bozit. That's what I've just written in my notepad. BA Bozit. I can't wait to. That would be. The other thing thing that I want to do, and I'm I'm saying this openly, I've said it before. I think I said it. This is turned into a meeting. It is, isn't it? Well, need need something fucking to God. 
Um, uh, obviously, cost eleven is a pain in the fucking dick. And um, next week uh, we should have a guest. So the week after, what I plan and I suggest we do is do our own kind of cost of living. We've got twenty quid. You spend that twenty quid however you please on your beer, whether it be, or do we go ten quid? Shoplifting oh, craft. How does how does it how does it work? So is that twenty quid to last you for the month? However you please. So this is what this is the difference. So you can either go cheap as fuck and buy as much as you can for twenty quid, or you can buy pure quality for twenty quid. You can you can dissect it as as you please. That's interesting. Um, and we'll have, so if, anybody, if anybody's uh, if anybody's listened to this drivel for this long, so what we're we're what an hour in. Yep. So if if anybody's made if anybody's made it this far, um, and wants to send us some ideas about what they would spend budget on, whether they would go big and just limit their intake for the month, or go shit so that they could drink often, uh, that'd be interesting. So send us your send us your um your ideas. That'd be interesting. So we're going for a cost of living budget beers. So like I said, whether you spend your budget on all the good shit or you mix it up or you do a whatever. Um, well, you go, to Aldi, go to Aldi and get 24 cans of anti-establishment. Eh? Exactly. Can we get a, can we line up a magician and do a sleight of hand steal the craft in your hand? <laughs> how, do you get, how, do you, how do you relieve, how do you relieve Mr. Big? <laughs> Of uh, Britain's best breweries, so it is quite a lot. Um, I'd quite like to try that. Also, right. just just we've teased this enough, so we will get in. Yes, it. go for it. But um, what I want to say is, get your uh, timestamp on. So I'm timestamping this at fifty five minutes and thirty seconds. Right, where you can commence editing for the next approval because this is a two for. Right, Roger. Uh, work, work smart, not hard, Scott. Work, work smart, not hard. So just, is, do I did. just do what I do. Just do what I do. I didn't send them in. <laughs> See, man, I'll probably just after leave. After sending them in, either I'll probably just leave. I'll entry. leave this in and take it out and add it to the approval as well. That's absolutely okay. fine. You can add that in, but but cut it. I'm now time stamping it at fifty-five minutes. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, we're at fifty-six. Just in oh, case you wonder. Um, just, just take a wee note of that. So this is um, a collaboration between Verdant, Masters of Brewing, and Elusive, equally Masters of Brewing. I think everyone I've tried and seen, uh, Craft Beer Channel, obviously, big Elusive guys. Um, England. UK. Are they UK? That, that's all yes, they, are, UK. they are UK-based. UK. London-ish, I think, but Gavin will correct me. Gavin's, I, I Gavin's fingers what, are a blur. London-ish. You think he's looking up porn or something? What London my bruise, is anywhere my in uh, dogging spots? Um, London ish is anywhere inside the M25 for me, so I don't know if that's. I can tell you now. I can tell you now. It's Wokingham. It inside it's, the M25? No, 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 it's it's Reading. It's Woking Wokingham. Fucking London. It's, London. it's outside yeah, the M25. Right. All right. Just. 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 So this is a beer. A collaboration between those two, friend of pod, um, longtime friend of pod, Joel Cruikshank, um, tweeted about it and said, if you're looking for a bitter um, but lovely uh, West Coast IPA, this is it. Um, this ticks all the boxes and it's 6.8%. The West Coast IPA is Columbus, Chinook, Simcoe, and just to get a wee boot, it's got some talus in there as well. Oh. 
which is an excellent addition, just gives it a wee kind of modern twist, I think. Um, and it's the same hot side and cold side, which I like about Verdant's cans as well. It gives you both. Um, Aye. It's 60%. So the only difference is that Chinook's not on the, no the cold side. Yes. They've, only, they've only kept they've kept Chinook on the hot side. Oh. And in comparison to the Burning Sky number, it's just so much more flavourful. I think it's astounding. I think it's a, a brilliant beer. I think maybe it lo- no loses a wee bit, but it's maybe no as harsh bitterness tasting as a result. But I like the level of bitterness that's in it. I think it is bitter enough. I think it would tickle Mark's taste buds as well. No, I like mm-hmm. to do anything revolving tickling and Mark Dixon at all. But <laughs> the beer's doing that, no me. So that's what I would go with in terms mm-hmm. of it's got a lovely flavour profile to it. It does have something for everybody. It's got a wee bit of sweetness. It's got a bit of biscuitiness for me. It has enough bitterness to get you over the hump. And then the, the kind of talus in there, and there's a wee bit of dryness just to keep you going back as well. It just adds something different. There's just another dimension to it in comparison. I've tried two Westies with a beer in between for control. Aye. Smart guy. Yeah. Smart guy. That's why, Smart that's, why we, that, listen, that's, that's why we pay you the big bucks. Talent again. I'm on time and a half now, which is excellent because we're here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I saw you were past nine o'clock. That's him. That's what, it. time and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent work against it. And um, I think it's 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 a really good effort. I would say George nailed it. I think to quote to quote to our favourite northeast comedian Chris Ramsey to, to be to be devil's avocado here. Um, I think the the talus is is a lovely addition for me. Speaking personally. You know, disregarding what it says on the can, um, I think Talis it's a lovely addition. It gives a sort of tropical edge, um, certainly on the nose. Um, you're getting a sort of tropically sort of vibe for the beer, which you would never normally get for a traditional West Coast. And it does kind of give that sort of mild sort of coconut tropical vibe, um, which is, dare I say it, not a West Coast characteristic and. You know, if we're all about doing what it says on the can, um, it's maybe it's maybe taking it away slightly from the West Coast okay. um, style um, and its truest form. Um, it's very bitter, which is which which I like. You know, I, I, and I, I, I even even his his bitterness mark would would <laughs> couldn't couldn't fail to agree that it is definitely bitter. Um, it's got a lovely mouthfeel. I think the the flavours are absolute spades. Um, well, saying that it's saying that it's got tropical notes doesn't detract from its pininess, its resinous. It's definitely there, and the malt the malt speaks for it as well. It's it, it is, it's a complete package. But I think I think we're probably splitting. You know, I'm probably splitting hairs a wee bit, to be fair. But the 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 is exactly, and it's and it's an and and we're very much advocates of craft beer being subjective, and you know. There isn't a de- definitive recipe to stick to for every style of beer. Otherwise, everything would be boring as shit. Yeah. So I think add, adding the talus has just added that extra tweak um, and it just gives it a lift, which, you know, it, it, it's absolutely tremendous. It's lovely. It probably lends an element of palatability to something that is probably more bitter than most of the West Coast I've tried in the mm. last 12 months. I mean, even that, the burning... But this doesn't it, come until right at the, you know, Right at the end. So, uh, some some of the some of the beers, some of the West Coast, the good West Coast that we've had, um, it's bitter from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Whereas this, 
at the start, you know, the first sort of the first sort of wave that it comes over your taste buds, it, it isn't that bitter. But it, oh, after it after you sw- after you swallow, and the, the flavour dances around your tongue, as Mark would say, um, uh, uh, the bitterness definitely does come at the end. Mm-hmm. But but uh, aye, it's, it's absolutely delicious. Aye, there's nothing right to be fair. There's nothing wrong with playing kind of devil's advocate there, and that, and or avocado. Um, because avocado, mate. Avocado, that does. Because the thing is, like, with these beers and stuff, like I said, we need to, they need to do kind of what they they say on the tin, and that's not us saying it's a bad beer. Like, if I, the best example I can give of that is is one that myself and and uh, follow of the podcast, <clears throat> excuse me, David Nichol had, and it's from um, Sure Shot and a fantastic beer, and it was uh, imaginary, uh, imaginary assailant. Which is a West Coast IPA, which is seven point four percent, and it just wasn't bitter. Like it was not bitter one. Delicious, but it wasn't bitter. Fucking crack, <laughs> cracking beer, but wasn't right. a Westie because it was yeah. not single bit. It was just fucking. I mean, if they said it was an East Day, and I'd be like, ah, it's, it's good. So, but this has got everything that a West Coast should have. Aye. It's just got that wee extra. It's just got that wee extra bit on the top. Which is like. So, Talis is such like I love anything with Talis in it because I think it's yep. such a brilliant fucking hop, and it elevates any fucking beer. Mm. This is case in point, really, isn't it? So, not that the beer needed elevating, but it's that guy. Yeah, it just rounds it off, like, rounds it off perfectly. Um, but no, it sounds uh, that sounds a beer that is fucking right up my fucking street mundo, and um, yes, straight on the website I go. Da, da, da. So we agreeing with um, Joe's evaluation. I would say so, but I think yeah, definitely. I agree with you. I mean, it, it's one of the better efforts, and I'll keep one back for Mark. So you don't need to feel too bad, big man. We'll get you on the West Coast stuff on your back. I'll keep one for you, so he can he can have the ultimate kind of cast the cast the die if you like on it. But um, it's I think it's. It's knocked out of the park. I think it's got a level of palatability with that twist. I don't think it takes it away from being what it is, but no. I think it's it has a something um, that, that makes it stand apart other than it's more bitter and it's more westy than all the other efforts that I've had no. so far for UK breweries this year, with the exception of the the Hop series um, mm-hmm. stuff that Siren did, which was spectacular. No. That was the the but they were using hop like they were uh, that was American hops brewed to yeah. American recipes with American Americanness for the American. West Coast IPA. <laughs> with American, just a bit of stars and stripes thrown in the, into the mass just in case you were worried. So it, it's not a, a bald eagle on the outside as well. You know? Exactly. For the, <laughs> so it, it wasn't. A, this is a proper, and it's probably the same. And they get their hops verdant and. Elusive can command the best hop harvests if they're important stuff for the US, then almost up there on par um, with the US guys that have had their hop harvests nailed for ages. So I'm assuming Yukima and the rest of the guys have helped them out. Mm-hmm. They're massively who are their, their flagship hop provider. So um, that's the they've got that nailed, and I think they've made a really it's a really good effort. And well, the next to Joe for the recommendation. The next natural question then is so obviously it's a Westie. Um, we've said for new, a long time, over a year anyway, that the cone is the best Westie we've had. 
Øhm, Nå, skal det så kun. Nå. Så nu er det sgu da West Coast IPA, det er kun. Det er sgu da beer, det er kun. It's up there quality-wise. Let, 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 aye, that's it. It that's just it. isn't and, the same. It, it's like, the, the cone is, the cone is fuzzy. It's a, it's a perfect example of the breed. Mm-hmm. It's just, this, this, is a, a, this is a lovely West Coast IPA. We'd love to try and draft if they ever did it, but obviously it's a collab and can only, I'd imagine. But yeah. um, the the pro, the difference between the other difference between this and the cone is this is a one time effort. The cone exists in perpetuity right. constantly. Yes. Right. Oh, look at you, <laughs> fucking! Oh, there's a the thoroughness. Thank yeah, he's you. He's earning his time and a half. That's so what happens when you have three beers at seven percent. Crazy, oh. mate. <laughs> Fuck me. So I, it's the cones oh are as a, a kind of flagship, if you like. And if they ever decide to discontinue it, I'll be the first. Oh, fireball! Oh, no, Christ! I think all four of us will be, be right first at the, on the, the door. First on the petition. Right at um, the fucking door. Oh, quiet farewell to uh, camper vans transit van. Is it camper vans? Oh. No, tell a lie. It's pilots. I think. Oh, but camper vans trans- transit van sounded better. <laughs> Is it camper vans transit van? Give me two seconds. I bet it's pilot. One hundred percent sure it's pilot. I've got a funny he's feeling about pilot. He's, he's fucked. He's fucked it up, mate. That's what it is. <laughs> he, he he found a good pun and then realised it's the wrong brewery. Is it? Is it? Because camper yes, van it transit. Sorry, it's pilots. It's pilots transit van. Ah, he's um, fucked it. Swapped it for an electric. Yeah. Um, but just the some of the it's the longest it's the longest serving member of their brew team. As pilot's transit van, oh. <laughs> and it's it's gone. Good night, sweet prince. And you go. Flights of angels sing thee to thy rest. Honestly, <laughs> 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 can always count on pilot for a good social media yeah, post. Away, really good, night. really good chat. But I, they they swapped it for an electric van. Love it, hilarious. Yeah, good, good. Uh, so if anybody's got any issues with pilot deliveries, aye. fucking no arriving. Because the vans needing fucking plugged in. Needs jobs. He's a linear lucky. Pick up. If your order goes from delivery to pick up at nearest charging right. station. <laughs> you know why. Tweets about forgot to plug it in, so can he make deliveries today? Then <laughs> <laughs> um, you know exactly what it is. Uh, brilliant. Um, as always, um, feel free and send us your approvals as well. We're more happy and we'd love to hear those. Um, you can do so from through social media and our um emails at gmail.com. We switch podcast. And um, like I said, we're going to do the I did that the language in, so it's fine. Sorry, it's 2022, mate. Folk can how email works exactly. Um, so like we said, we're going to do a barrel-aged pause in a couple of weeks' time. I'm obviously going to do a cost of living um, thing in a couple of weeks as well. So look at for can those. I just clarify? Can I just clarify that we're, we're not actually going to have a pause? No. So no, no, no. If, if people if people are sort of expecting that, then you're going to be disappointed. <laughs> It's not going to be much, much, much like you would be if you logged in and actually seen my boss, you would be equally disappointed and horrified. But no, you thought Dammer was gro- graphic. Aye, aye. Do <laughs> you see this heavy brain? Okay, do you want heavy brain? Good, good luck, good luck with the rest of your outro, Gav. <laughs> well, the heavy will not. <laughs> so see you next time. Good. All that excess elbow skin today, son, man. <laughs>
<laughs> it's too funny. Ah, yeah, prick. Feel free and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Search the Beer Fridge Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and hit that thing like a link to be notified of all the latest episodes. Motherfucker. <laughs> beer Fridge Podcast, the home of real beer, real breweries, real opinions. Next week, we should have, fingers crossed, hopefully we'll have STF in the building. So we'll look yeah. forward to that. And until next time on the podcast, goodbye. Bridge Pumpkin.